Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic intuitive healer and medium. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a huge part of that process. Thank you for being on this journey with us. <laughs> Blast off! Actually, we're already recording. So, I need you to say it. Hello. Hello. Ooh. Obviously. <laughs> we're keeping up with our uh, our new game here of pull a card before a show to come up with the topic. So, what's our card say, Jenna? The card for today is a reflection card. Tell me about a time when you, you did something you didn't think you'd be able to do. Jenna, can you yes. tell me about a time you did something you didn't think you'd be able to do? All right. I have a silly one first. I'm going to go with a silly one first. Okay. And then I have like a more like profound one, I guess. So when my husband and I honeymooned, we went to Punta Cana and we did this like awesome like snorkeling boat excursion thing where we got to go visit this island and there was this huge cliff and they were like oh people sometimes like to go up there and jump off the cliff but we're not going to do that today and of course there were like five people there that were like no we're going to do that today and the guy's like wait you guys really want to do it so yeah let's do it so he looks at me and he's like do you want to do it and I was like no, but yes, because if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do this yeah. ever again. Oh, my goodness gracious. So we climb up the side of this like mountain cliff thing. Now, let me tell you, mosquitoes in Punticana are like a whole, whole different breed. Like they are large and they buzz really loudly. And apparently the higher up you go into this mountain, the worse they get. So it was awful. We just wanted to get into the water so that like get away from the mosquitoes because they were Are they insane. Like the the ones in the the amber ball on that cane from the guy in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't think so. They were like I don't know, these giant black things with like it felt like you could see like the pokey part for miles Your away. Face. <laughs> Your face looked like you were going to say yes. I was like, thank God she knows. You go, no. I knew what you were talking about, but no, no, that's not, that wasn't them. So okay, we get up there and everybody's good. jumping. Yeah, everybody's jumping and all of a sudden it's our turn and Ricky's like, do you want me to go first? And I'm like, no, no, because what if I just don't go? Like, I need you behind me to like push me if I change my mind. And so... I looked down and I should not have done that because the side of the cliff, like it juts out. So like when Ooh. you look down, it doesn't look like you're going into the water. It looks like you're getting like cliff up your butt. <laughs> so I'm like, are you sure this is okay? Okay. Like eight people had gone before me. Yeah, it was okay. It's like, you just have to jump out. Like, what? Okay. So I jump and like midair, I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> this is it. I'm never going to see my son again. 
my family, tell them I love them. And I hit the water. And when I tell you, I don't know if you've ever jumped off of a cliff before like this, but wow. When I tell you that it felt like I blew my butthole out. (laughs) I hit that water. What did you cannonball? No, I just went straight down. But like, you know, your your legs naturally go forward a little bit. So like I hit like, like feet, then I butt. And, oh, do they do that? Man, I don't so- leave the ground very often. Yeah. Apparently when you're jumping from a high height, like it was going to be that or I was going to go forward and belly flop and nobody wanted that. So Ooh. yeah. So I hit the water. I service. I'm like, okay, I'm alive. No, this water was like crystal clear. You could see everything in it. It was beautiful. Like it was an experience. But the first thing. <laughs> When I came up, there was like a couple guys that had jumped before me, and I go, "Does your butthole hurt?" Oh my god! <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so yeah, I did that. Does I didn't think I was going to be. <laughs> yes, I didn't think I'd be able to do it, but I did it, and it was incredible. And I can officially say that I got that out of my system, and I don't know that I would ever do that again because when I think about the pain it caused. <laughs> The title of this episode. My butthole was bleeding. bleeding. (laughs) Oh my god. I was thinking for... Wait, it was bleeding? No, it wasn't really. Oh good, thank god. I was like, wait, I think that's a different problem. Um, The title of this episode is going to be Does Your Butthole Hurt? Because if it doesn't, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Life is the it. I can't believe I just told that story to whoever's listening to this but i did that was the time though that i if you decide you want it cropped out you let me know and i won't i'm good <laughs> i'm good the the backstory that, that i didn't tell though is that i'm like terrified of heights so this was a big thing like terrified of yeah. heights the point where i went to colorado and tried to mountain climb and got stuck like frozen on a mountain like could not move physically was like stuck so this was a yeah. big deal that i climbed this and then jumped that into is a the really water big and... deal yeah so but, most of uh, it's not silly just the butthole part just the butthole part yeah <laughs> good for you for jumping in yes and we have it on video which is awesome so i can like show my kids someday look mom did this yeah. and she will never do it again did ricky's butthole hurt Yes. Yep. Good. Everybody. That was the general consensus of like, what did you guys think? Well, you didn't tell us we were going to have anal injuries. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, okay. I just want everyone who's listening who knows me more than they know Jenna personally to see that I am not the only one who's raunchy here. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna just doesn't usually get caught saying it. <laughs> Well, this was not the direction that I was going to take. I had like this whole like from my lowest low to my highest high story in mind, and then I was like, "No, I'm telling the I'm telling the the cliff story." The booty, so, booty, you're welcome, the everyone. Booty, booty. Yeah, you are welcome. All right, all right. Let's hear yours now. Can you top that? <laughs> I mean, have we met? No, <laughs> mine was serious. I don't feel like I have any silly stories today. I mean, I have lots of silly stories, (laughs) but uh, let's think. What is the, not necessarily hardest thing, right? What is something I've done that was hard that I didn't think I could do? Mm. 
get married. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel that. I feel that on a few levels. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's that's a hard thing to do, isn't it? Giving up your own freedom and personal space and all of that. That is hard to do. Um, no, though, I would say. I want to say quitting my job at the restaurant to do this full time. And it's Ooh. it's funny because, well, not to podcast full time, but to um, do readings and healings full time at the time, just readings. But honestly, I think it would have been even harder to stay there and not like do yes. what you're called to do. Right. But it, it was hard. I will say the hardest thing that I've it, probably one of the harder things I've ever done was quitting that job where I knew I was having money coming in and we needed the money. It wasn't like we could mm-hmm. rely on just my husband's income, which was mostly because of my own personal debt. <laughs> but um, I, I did it. I walked in and I quit before I could possibly even think about it. I'll never forget telling my manager that I had to talk to her that night. I think, have I told that story on here before? I don't yeah, know that I have. I, Maybe I did. I don't know that answer, to be honest you know what? with you. I know it. I think it was a solo it. episode. It was, before that, uh, it was before you hopped on with me. But the, yes. the long story short is that I was basically assaulted by another psychic and told that I was psychic. That's a joke. She was very gentle. Um, <laughs> so I ended up, she said, you should be sitting in this chair. You should be the one reading me, blah, 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 blah. And I remember walking into work and saying, you know what? F this place, I'm done. And I quit. I was just, I gave, I gave like 30 days notice because I was still kind of chicken shit over the whole thing. But I quit and I was (laughs) like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping people. I want to make this work. I've never felt more passionately about like having a yes, this is my, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my entire life. That was it. And um, I guess the hard part was just the fear of not knowing where the paycheck was going to come from. Like, what if I didn't do it? And I remember waiting until I had my first week, like, booked up when I was charging, like, $20 for a reading. I was still practicing. And my husband, I mean, do we have our differences sometimes? But good Lord, I walked in the door and said, I'm quitting my job to do psychic readings. And he just says, okay. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It's nothing. All right. This is what we're doing now. Got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And I imagine a lot of other significant others would be like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're going to the right. mental hospital now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, especially in our line of work, like it's not like, oh, I'm quitting my job to go, I don't know. Back to school for nursing find or another thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, this yeah. was just crazy town. I remember and I remember walking into the office on my last day there and the owner of the restaurant was sitting there and he said, oh, so uh, you're a psychic now. Could you read me? And it felt so good to look at him. And I just said, yeah, I could, but I really don't want to. And I just, right. like, oh, it was so freeing. So freeing. I don't, you guys all hear me on here. I don't know how I ever waited tables and kept my mouth shut. But that doesn't seem like a hard story, though, does it? I knew what to do. It's just the money, the fear. Fear makes things seem harder than they are. Yeah, absolutely. And in that, in that, like now in hindsight, it probably doesn't seem like a big yeah, deal because you did it, you know. But when you yep. were in it, it was like, oh God. <laughs> You're so right. Because I came home and I told Mike, and he goes, "You didn't do it, did you?" I said, "No, I did." And he went, 
oh shit. <laughs> He's like, this is oh, real cat. now. Yeah, he didn't yeah. call any bluff there, babe. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. What about, let's hear a serious one from you. Okay, so my serious one, it takes me back to my high school years. So when I was in high school, I was in like a crazy, um, emotionally abusive relationship. Like it was not okay. I was completely isolated from um, the majority of my friends. He was older. I did whatever he wanted to do. It was one of those yucky Mm -hmm. situations that you want to pull every teenage girl out of. He was um, four years older than me. So he wasn't in school anymore. So, well, I was a junior in high school. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't a good situation. And so I stopped going to school because I was skipping to hang out with him and his friends. And I fell into like an even deeper depression. My anxiety got even worse than it was at the time because I suffered with um, anxiety and depression when I was a teen pretty bad. Um, And I was out of school for like months, like three months. It was a big deal. It was uh, not a good thing. I couldn't bring myself to go back to school because I was so overwhelmed by it. I am a dancer and I quit dance that year. Like my whole life just like flipped upside down. Um, And like every Sunday night, my mom would sit with me and be like, okay, we're going to try this again this week. Right. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 we're going to. And I really like when I think about it now, like I really thought that I was going to be able to do it. And then Monday morning would roll around and I'd be like, I can't do it. Like it was, it was not okay. Um, and I don't know. I honestly couldn't even tell you now what changed, but all of a sudden I was like, no, I need, I need to be back in school. I need to be with my peers and I need to stand up for who I am and come back to who I am because I had fallen so far away from myself. It felt like I was just losing everything. Um, so I did it and I went back to school and, um, ended up staying in the bed relationship for longer than I should have. Um, but I still fix things along the way. I started dance back up my senior year of high school, um, but I do remember sitting in the audience at my dance recital that year and just crying like just crying because I was like why am I not on stage like I was so upset with myself for like what I chose you know because I chose it nobody forced me into it I just made all the wrong choices at that point and so I didn't think I'd be able to get my life back together and I did and that was honestly like shaped a huge part of who I am because I was like okay I'm never going back to like that low like it's never going to happen again. So yeah, it sucked in the, in the time, but it was something that had to happen so that I could kind of wake up. And I definitely feel that that was like the first part of my awakening. Like I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. 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 It was like the definition of dark night of the soul was me in that, that time of my life. It was rough. So it's funny when people are like, when do you think you started your awakening? I'm like, at birth. No. (laughs) I was born woke, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's my 
deeper version that doesn't include my butthole. I was just going to make a butthole <laughs> joke. Stop stealing my jokes tonight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I try to help, but. <laughs> okay. All right. I got another one. I'm just throwing yeah. this at you. I'm throwing it at you. What do you love about being you? Ooh. Okay. I want to preface this with saying that it used to be really difficult for me to talk nice things about myself. And this is actually something that I'm going that just today is is this week's um, healing group assignment for the group that I lead because it's so important to learn to say positive things about yourself and not just say like, hey, girl, you're pretty, but like to really appreciate yourself. So one thing that I really like about myself is my ability to roll with change. I feel like things get thrown mm-hmm. at me and I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it's it's really like a, a few times I'll freak out, but for the most part, and Jenny, you know, I've messaged you before, like, how am I going to do this? But <laughs> Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm really good at just rolling with it. Whatever's going to happen, I'll figure it out as it goes. And that's something that I appreciate about myself extra because I was not always that way. I had to have everything planned out yeah. to the very second. Now rolling with it is like my favorite thing to do for sure. So if you're wondering how the hell this is even about healing, it's a process to get to the point where you can talk about yourself so freely and like an appreciative way. I think it is at least. So yes. Same question back at you. Okay. What do I love about being me? Um, so I would say my ability to take like the darkest moment and somehow find humor in it it's like the sick thing that I have about myself but it's not sick I love it but (laughs) but I I'm able to kind of flip a situation around like I you come to me and you're bawling your eyes out we're crying I'm going to say something or do something awkward that like makes you laugh to kind of break that and I'm able to do it for myself I'm able to do it for other people and yes it's a coping mechanism, right? Like stop. that's something that I've learned along the way. <laughs> I'm stealing all your stuff. I'm stealing all her content. She's going to put a copyright on her, her brain cells. That's what I'm <laughs> No, you can have them. <laughs> but yeah, it's a coping mechanism for sure. So coming back to healing, like this is part of my healing process was I learned that having to adapt to the things that I went through in life um I had to find humor in some of Mm -hmm. my darkest moments and that's something that I've carried with me and it's something that I have found has helped so many people along the way um including myself so I dig that about me what is my ideal definition of success Ooh. Okay. Are we ready? Are we going? We're just going into it? Go for it, girl. All Do right. Do you want me to go first? No, I think I got it. I'll probably steal what's in your brain. Um, yeah, you can have it. My, what was it, ideal? I, I can't, why can't I, form words, shocking. I just put a go curse ahead. on you. Spit it to me again. What is my yeah. ideal uh, definition of success? There it is. Okay. Ideal definition of success is feeling passionate and comfortable in what you're doing. Like no matter what it is, like whether it is a profession or whether it is day to day, 
feeling passionate about what you're doing and feeling comfortable in it. Like, I think that that is, that's what it means to me. Yeah. You did not steal it. Mine wasn't like, nearly as profound. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say my definition of success is, is being like proud of where you are in your life, being happy. If you're happy, you're doing great. You that's what I think. Yeah. There's a lot of miserable people out there. Absolutely. That like simply put, they just need a change, like change mm-hmm. something. Sometimes yeah. it's within them, but. I think I pull that card for people more than any other card. Do something to change your energy. Mm. Oh my gosh. You know, that makes me, made me think of something. I had a reading with this guy um, a couple weeks ago who was asking about a relationship that he was in that was toxic. And I kept saying, it was one of those, you know how when people ask that we talked about this, I think in one of the last few episodes, how they'll ask a question and you'll tell them and then they'll like ask it in a different way to try to get like a different answer. And you're like, this isn't like shaking the eight ball again. It's still the same answer. So yeah. we, we did that for half an hour straight. I answered the same question about 15,000 different ways. And at the end, he had asked if he could have more time. I was like, no, because I have a reading right after you, but what are you going to do? Like, I don't want to take your money. You're just going to ask me the same question. This girl is not good for you. So we hang up and maybe 10 minutes into the reading that I'm in. So it's been like 20 minutes or so since his call ended. He booked another reading and I thought, oh my God, here we go. He's not going to have anything but the same question. We're going to have to do this all over again. And I was a little annoyed, like, to be completely honest. And it's not because, it's not because, like, I just, I don't want to, I want to know that I'm helping you. And if you're not listening, then I can't help you. And I was really frustrated with it. Yes. So his call starts, and admittedly, I went in thinking, like, here we go again. First thing out of his mouth, he's like, I want to thank you for that advice because I ditched her and I already feel so much better. I was like, oh. Oh, one, that's amazing. Asshole, but number two, thank you. I you am are, so happy you for are. you. <laughs> you did something that's to change awesome. your energy. That's great. Because previously awesome. to his call, his first call, I was on the phone and someone was saying that they were um, upset that the guy that I had told them was going to take them back hadn't taken them back. And I heard very clearly like, she didn't leave him alone. I'm like, did you give him the space that we agreed that you would give him? And she's like, no. I said, well, that was part of the deal. Yes. You didn't do That's that. like part happen. of my disclaimer in the beginning of my readings is I tell people I'm, I'm feeling into your energy right now, but you can shift that or the people around you can shift that based on your decisions. So mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing for you, but if you're not going to heed the advice that I'm giving you, things will not change or they will change drastically to a point where you don't want them to, you know? So right. I don't think people understand that. It's not, we've said this before, we don't have a crystal ball, you know? It's right. not like, well, you have a couple, like, this actually. is what's going to happen. I do have a couple. <laughs> I do. I do. But you know it's what? True. That when I, um, Went to a psychic up in Rochester, New York about, oh my God, I don't want to say how long ago because I don't want to think about 
myself being old enough to say that. So we're going to skip that part. But I went before I married my first <laughs> husband and I asked about him. And the guy who read for me said, he's not in your cards. And if you marry him, if you decide to stay with him, nothing good is going to come of it. Fast forward like yeah. five months later, and I'm literally having my ass beat by this guy. Fair. Maybe we should have taken his advice. Yeah. So I get it. And I used to yeah. say the same thing too. Like, I mean, you're not going to take this psychic reading seriously, are you? And now I'm over here going, why aren't people taking me seriously? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the Energy doesn't lie, boo things. Energy fair. doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no thing. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, pull another card. The tiny human behind All me. Right. If you guys could see my face, man. The so my youngest is eight weeks Ooh. old. I think nine weeks. So why do I keep doing that? He's some weeks old. He's a few. He'll be two more weeks old than the last this time. Wednesday. Yeah. So perfect he's still fresh you know whatever but he's sleeping in a bassinet in my room still because i don't want to get up and go and i mean mike's gone right now he's not home he's military he's off at his school he's a couple hours away so he's gone and i'm not getting up to walk into another bedroom like i'm gonna wake up feed you put you to bed good night yes <laughs> not doing this i mean and, i did that when my husband was here so yeah. i don't blame you for that at yeah, all you know what though like when mike was here with the first two especially he did most of the nighttime stuff so it's almost fair that i have to do it all this time because he really did it all last this, time this and is your round yeah You're, this yes. is your round put me in and coach had, it's like the universe was like bitch you ain't backing out of it this time you're not gonna guilt him into it <laughs> But if you, the the whole that tangent brought to you by the baby was making insane noises behind me and I was like please don't be waking up please don't be waking up. I thought it was a pterodactyl. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this card is a hopes and dreams card. But what are you afraid of and why? Dun dun dun. I have to ponder this one. Oh, yeah. I want to breathe into that one, but I don't want to think too hard. Let's see. I think being alone. Hmm. Like completely isolated is what you mean? Is that what you mean? I don't know. So. Or in a relationship capacity. In a relationship. Uh, okay. I don't think I've ever been alone. I've, I've been the serial monogamist. I can relate to that. Have you never, have you never had a moment though of like singledom? That's not a word. That's a word now. <laughs> like, did you ever? Um, it is now. Did you ever live on your own? Like just you in an apartment? Well, like, yeah. Because Mike was deployed and we weren't married yet and we broke up for a little bit. But. I don't know. He still was kind of taking care of me. Gotcha. But I was doing my own thing. Read. Every woman goes, read. She was seeing other people. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my own thing. 
No, he would. And I, I didn't cash them, but he would send me checks for rent to like help me out. Because he knew I had moved back down there after I left my ex and like all that. And he, yeah, he's a hopeless romantic. That guy. <laughs> um, yeah. What, um, what am I the most afraid of though? I think. Not living up to my fullest potential. Mm. I always feel that, like that goes along I with the do. lines of like what I was thinking too. Like yeah. one of my biggest fears has always been failure in any capacity. Like I'm an overachiever in that sense. Like I, I want to do You're it right teacher. and I want to. Yeah. You're yeah. all overachievers. Yeah. And I just, I don't ever, I don't ever want to like, it's not even the failure for myself, really. I don't ever want to let other people down. Yeah. Like that's my big thing. You know, I worry about, um, that in all aspects of my life, I can relate it to my family. I can relate it to my, my, um, my immediate family, like my children, my extended family. I can relate it to work. I can relate it to friendships. So yeah, I would say, uh, failing people in whatever capacity like not being enough letting someone down I guess yeah yeah I guess like um yeah not being enough or just like disappointing someone like they were expecting the eight course meal and I gave them McDonald's I don't know (laughs) sometimes all you want is McDonald's (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and then you instantly regret it, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. This has been... How are you doing? This has been a weird week, hasn't it? Yeah, my energy was like... I mean, yeah, my energy has been kind of all over the place. Like, highs and lows, I would say. But more lows than anything. You know, it is, but I, I don't, I guess I don't know enough. Like I, what is this one? This one, Mars retrograde is all about, isn't it? Um, like inner child stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I felt it. Like, I, I feel like I've felt it physically more than I've felt it emotionally. If that makes sense. Like, I don't feel all over the place emotionally, but my body's like, slow down, chicky, slow down. Hmm, so. that's interesting because I, I was just telling you earlier that I had like a pinched nerve in like my lower back or I threw it out or something happened and I, I was thinking that was trying to tell me to slow down too. Yeah, yeah, I felt like over the past weekend, I was feeling really gross and I did um, a group reading for a bachelorette party hmm. and I was like almost like scared about it because I was like oh my gosh what if I can't like get my energy together to be able to do this it ended up being fine of course but I definitely had to just like shut myself off were you afraid of letting people down (laughs) no I well no I was afraid of letting myself down in that one because I'm like oh my gosh what if I get there and it's just blank you know like yeah that has never happened to me but I'm sure at some point well it's happened to me when people are closed off I guess that's not entirely true yeah you get that blank space if people are like, I don't believe in you. It's so weird. It's like literally just staring at like a, a black wall, right? You're like, 
Mm -hmm. So do you want to take a deep breath and open (laughs) up to me now? Or are you going to sit here and waste your money? Let me feel your brains. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't understand the whole like skeptics wanting readings thing. I can't make sense of that. I just, I don't know. I guess it's like fun to try to prove someone wrong, maybe. Or they're not that skeptical and they just want, they want someone to try to take their wall down because they won't let anyone else. You know, that's actually exactly what happened to me this weekend. One of the girls, like, I didn't even think she was going to get read because she was so against it. And she ended up um, wanting to do a reading and she said, just so you know, I don't believe in anything that you do and I'm not going to say a word and I'm just going to sit here and listen to what you have to say to me I was like well okay I mean we can try but if you're blocked I'm just going to let you know I won't to get through that because you have to have an open mind about it in order for me to read your energy I'm like I'll get yeah I was like I'll get so far but I'll only get so far so um, we did cards and I connected with her. She wouldn't say anything to me. She just like gave me like blank stares and some little nods here and there. I connected with um, spirit for her. And then I was like, well, I don't have anything else to say to you. You're not giving me anything back. Like, this is what I have for you. And she goes, let's just be clear. I do not believe that you can speak to spirit. And I was like, okay, even though I just told you that your father was deceased. I've never met you. I told you how your father passed. And I told you that you are smelling your father. And you told me that you have his cologne on your um, dresser and you do sniff it from time to time. How would I know any of that? You know, but I'm not talking to spirit at all. And she's like, so I don't believe that you can talk to spirit, but I feel that I got more out of this um, quick session with you than I've ever gotten from a therapist in my entire life. So she's like, I would book a session with you. Yeah, right. She's like, I would book a session with you, but not to do anything that has to do with spirit only because I think that you're really good at reading my energy and nobody's ever been able to do that. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. I took it as a compliment, but you're a much nicer human (laughs) than I am. It is what it is to each their own, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, let me ruminate on that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) What would I have done? (laughs) Crazy. I don't even remember what question we were like talking about. What are you afraid of and why? Yeah. Was the last one. Oh my God. Yeah. This weekend, I was on the phone with Mike and I walked, um, I was walking down the stairs we were supposed to have the boys were having a friend over and it was already dark out and I could have sworn I saw the friend and his dad behind him well I saw the friend I thought the dad was like coming up the driveway so I went and I opened the front door because I saw him we have like a big oval on our front door so you can kind of see but it's like that like you can't um like fogged up glass or whatever it is so you can't see i know i'm motioning over here they can all see me frosted thank you (laughs) lord you'd think i would know a food word so (laughs) it's the frosted glass and i could see the little boy standing out there so i went over and i opened the door and i was like hey buddy hello nope (laughs) i went are you guys messing with me and then i'm like you know what the kid's four if they were messing with me he'd be giggling by now so I shut right, the door right. and I bolted it and I was like, 
shit, 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 shit. I was so mad. And I called Mike right back and I was like, that wasn't them. He goes, well, who was it? I'm like, nobody. Nobody was there. He goes, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> He's like, it was the dead people he, in my head. He goes, I don't understand why you're always afraid when this happens. I'm like, why? Because of what I do. I didn't invite this one. That's why it freaks me right. out. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm afraid of too. You, you know what that means? Do I do I have to school you? You need to put your boundaries up a little better, Missy. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it's being so tired. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Then he was insisting. He's like, you can't see anyone on the other side of that glass. I'm like, the fuck you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can see the outline. You can see a little bit of color. You just can't see their face and their features. Don't tell me what right. I can and cannot see. Although I am pretty blind. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it has been weird energy this week. I agree. <laughs> I've been, like, crying over everything. It's I voice messaged you the other day and I was like, so, oh, just instant tears. I'm like, I am so sorry. My face is leaking again. I don't know what's happening. There's a lot. We're going through some oh, real estate good. stuff right now and it's freaking me out. And then, I don't know, just I think being exhausted. I don't know what to do with myself. Hot yeah. mess. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's okay to be a hot mess sometimes, though. Sure the okay. hell is. All right. Let's do one more question and then. Okay, good. Because I really like this one. So I'm glad that, that I don't know the answer for myself yet, though. So okay. what haven't you done before that you'd like to try? Oh, I want to skydive. Ooh. I was thinking about that when you were talking about cliff diving. I want to skydive yeah, see, that, so that badly. That feels this is going to sound crazy, but that feels safer to me than cliff diving does. I don't know why. Maybe because there's like a parachute involved. I don't know. Maybe stuff like that. Or go to like, go over to, to Europe. I've never been overseas. Yeah. I think that would definitely be something for me as like traveling. I want to see like ancient, ancient, ancient stuff. Like I yeah. want to go see like the pyramids and the ruins and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I've but I feel like that's so, like, cliche. I don't know. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that, like, cliche to be like, I want to I've always felt this tie to, uh, like, to Ireland. I really want to go to Ireland and see, like, I'm not Irish. Yeah. If I think I am, but, like, not enough to really matter at all. But um, my husband's family's Irish, and I definitely, even before him, have always wanted to go over there. It's so green and beautiful. I just want to see it all. Oh, or I want to learn. I just yes. told him a couple of days ago. I want to learn how to fly. He thought that was crazy. all right, but why not? I will not get in that plane with you, but um. <laughs> It's fine. I give you all the credit in the world for wanting to do that, but <laughs> you're psychic. You would know. Ground. You would know if you were going to be okay. Yeah, I know that you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, if you're listening, you better be defending. Uh, let's go to me. Ireland together. Can we go? Yeah. So <laughs> you'll Kelly. you'll fly. She had it coming. Are you talking shit to my mom? 
No, I was saying that you had it coming. I don't know why you did, but I felt that. <laughs> My great-grandmother, when she was um, really getting up there, she used to take her cane and she'd whack me in the back of the leg. And she'd go, I won't always be here oh to give that to you when you deserve it. <laughs> oh, my God. Give me my the cane. I'll take it over. <laughs> Thank you. She appreciates oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. That's you awesome. don't have a fear of flying? No, but I do have a fear of heights, but I don't have – well – No, my point was you don't have a fear of flying, but if I'm a well-trained pilot, you won't fly with me? I just heard Correct. Frank Sinatra, come fly with me. Wasn't that him? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Well, I think – I don't know. Maybe if it was like a big plane. I don't like the little planes. Little what about a planes, helicopter? I don't know that I – yeah, no, that helicopters, like little planes freak me out. We had to fly on a little plane. I don't remember if it was from or to Punta Cana. And you can like feel every single little yeah. everything. It was like probably a 16 passenger plane, which is like large compared to like a helicopter. But no, I was like, this is not my cup of tea at all. It was too much. It's too much. All right. I, I don't want to feel I want to feel all the bumps. Like I, I just want to pretend like I'm in an elevator. <laughs> I'm going to put a curse on you, though. What? The- oh, don't worry, <laughs> you guys. We don't really know how to do that. Uh, my ancestors will help me, though. So. <laughs> oh, my God. With your heritage? Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> Watch out, girl. This little Watch white girl's out. out. Not going to help me. <laughs> Done. Done. Holy balls. All right. Hey, homies. Guess what? If you haven't been to our Patreon page yet. Do it. Do it. We want to do it. We do want to first thank our patrons. Katie Nicholson, Chelsea Ayers, Janet Adams, Amy Dennehy, Katie Dufetter, Rue, and our newest one, Jessica Randall. So, whoop, whoop. that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for um, helping this show do its thing, helping other people heal that whole nine yards. And if you are so interested in learning about our Patreon levels, our tiers, if you may, we have our Sharing the Light tier, which is $10, and that is a monthly group reading. You have time to join that because when you're listening to this episode... The group reading is the next day if you're listening to this in real time. Um, if it's not real time, then yeah. you missed it, but you can still join. Um, and then also, <laughs> we have a healing with um, with Reiki. And we have a healing, what is it? Healing with Spirit is our, our once a month. Wow, now I've got the blah blahs. Did you put a curse on me? I did not. Ugh, it's your ancestors. Healing with Spirit is a private (laughs) 45-minute reading with either Jenna or myself, and then we go back and forth on who does it, and then we have a healing with Reiki one as well, which is clearly a Reiki session once a month, and then you are also all welcome to the group session each month. So get on it, and all of the tiers are limited, so they are not too full, too crowded, or anything like that, and you know, our monthly reading, the big group reading, has actually become kind of like a place to really share what we need help with throughout 
the next month too. It's become a place of support and it just kind of did that on its own. So we share some messages. Everyone gets yeah. to ask a question and we all get to ask for help and support with things if we want to. So it's a really nice community. Um, all right, you guys. Check out those patron levels. Check out myself on Wednesday evenings on Instagram and TikTok doing live readings for about 30 minutes apiece. And Jenna on Thursdays doing that at 9 p.m. You do it? Starts at 9? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Good stuff. For me, the time's a little sporadic. I got three babies that drive me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually true for me too lately. Like this week, it'll be 930 because we have our Patreon reading. So yeah, it's, oh yeah, that's true. Just go to our pages. We'll go to our pages. Yeah. Follow our stuff. Yep. Love you all so much. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on Project Healing. 